The summer temperatures seem to be here. We're we're experiencing a heat wave across the southern states. And, well, what we're going to talk about today is something we probably know. We think about more in the warm temperatures, but it's a year-round issue, and that's hydration. And how do we stay properly hydrated? What does it mean to be properly hydrated? As recently as last fall, while on a hike in the Adirondacks, I experienced what I believe was a slight bout with dehydration. We were well into what was a long, strenuous hike, and towards the end, I just kind of felt like I hit the wall. I felt like, I'm just running out of energy here. I just wasn't feeling sick, uh, not overly fatigued, but just kind of like out of energy. I had drank three liters of water and still was feeling thirsty. And I realized, even though I drank three liters of water, I'm not properly hydrated. I have a routine. I know I'm going on a strenuous hike. I start my hydration process sometimes days or even a week before. When I do my three-week adventures in the summer, I try to get into a routine where I'm drinking no less than 20 or um, 64 ounces of water a day. The body needs that fluid in it before you start your hike. The time to start hydrating is not when you feel thirsty. When I look back at that, activity, that hike I took in the Adirondacks in the fall, I may have been drinking a lot of water, but I wasn't properly hydrated. I look back and on the days leading up to that trip, I had done a lot of strenuous activities. I had gone on two long distance bike rides. I had been doing yard work, but I wasn't drinking enough water in the days leading up to the activity. I was already somewhat dehydrated before I even stepped foot on the trail. Start a routine, make it a lifestyle. And yes, you might be sitting there saying, okay, do as I say, not as I, you know, do as I say, not as I do. This isn't the case. I made a mistake. And anybody who's done a lot of hiking or backpacking, they've had those situations where they just sort of let their guard down. That's what I did. But, and that's why I'm sharing this story to be properly hydrated. My years in scouts. Before we went out on our high adventure treks, I'd always send out an email to all the participants to start that process no less than a week ahead of time. The other thing to keep in mind is when you're drinking your water, you want to drink it in small quantities at a time. Your body can only process 8 ounces of water every 20 minutes. I'm not a doctor and I'm not making any medical claims here. This is something I had read a few months ago, but apparently the human body can only absorb eight ounces every 20 minutes. So when you guzzle down that canteen of water when you're at the spring, camel up as we often say, you're really not putting, you're not, you're, you're not getting the effect you need from those fluids. Yes, you're quenching, quenching your thirst, but the muscles and the tit in your tissues, your organs are not getting the fluids. That they, that they need so you can um, so you can function properly and dehydration could have a domino effect on the body as well and of course you feel thirsty that's the first thing that comes to mind but muscles will cramp up um, and in severe cases you can it can lead to organ failure it and even slight dehydration can 
have an effect on your cognitive. Over the years, I've spoken to hikers who say, well, you know, I just struggle to drink water. I'm just not a water guy. I don't like the taste of water. That's, that's fine. They have all these mixtures you can add to your water. And that could even give you a bigger bang for your buck, which leads me to the next topic when it comes to hydration, and that's electrolytes. There's several powder mixes you can find in your local grocery stores. They even have these drops that you can put in that will add some taste to the water and help you with your electrolytes. I could probably do a whole episode on what electrolytes are, and I'm not a doctor, so I don't feel qualified to get into the science of that. So I'll just discuss it in layman's terms. Okay, electrolytes can be broken down to sodium, potassium, magnesium, and calcium. It's something I try to be aware of when I'm putting a trail mix together or when I'm looking at my foods. I try, I, I struggle with potassium. Medically, I've gotten blood tests, and I always seem to be somewhat deficient when it comes to potassium. I sweat a lot, so sodium's an issue. So I always try to make sure I have salty snacks, uh, trail mix. I always make sure I've got salted peanuts. I look for ways to integrate the other electrolytes like magnesium, calcium. The reality is we're out on the trail. We're out there to have fun. We're out there to be safe. And if we're battling with dehydration and uh, some of the effects of not having uh, the proper level of electrolytes in us is, is affecting our abilities. That's also going to affect our fun level. That's going to lower that. that that's going to that's going to lower the fun. I'm going to find some links to put into the description to to lead you to people that are more knowledgeable, have uh, the expertise in this field to give you better advice on this. Like I said, I'm telling you as a layman. I'm telling you from years of experience on what I try to do. I try not to just go to the grocery store and just grab a bunch of snacks. No, I, I, I try to be more um, aware of their nutritional level. And no, I'm not going to sit here and claim I always did that. With, with age, I had to become more aware of that. I think it was more of a necessity as I got older, I needed to be more aware of those things. Uh, you know, when you're young and dumb, you can probably take more risk. Not that it's a good idea, but you, your body's a little bit more forgiving. But to you young people who are listening, I'm going to suggest start those habits now. Don't wait till they become a medical issue. Start them now. question it often comes up about hydration is how much should I drink? There's no across-the-board answer. There's no standard answer. There's no textbook answer to that question. We're all different. My, again, my personal experience is I sweat a lot. I need to drink a lot of water. Uh, sometimes under, uh, when under normal weather, when it's not in extreme heat, I typically can get away with about a liter every five miles. Um, every four to five miles, I like to have a liter of water. When I'm on long trips, multi-week trips, I like to bring my, I, I either bring my three liter hydration bladder or I bring a two bring two bottles of water with an extra bottle tucked away inside my backpack. Because yeah, having that third liter, well, those, those water sources aren't always as reliable as the guidebooks tell us. So it's always good just to have that extra liter so you can have something to eat at night and in the morning so you have some energy to get yourself to it. While we're talking about water sources, well, what do we do at our what, what do we do when we get there to that stream? I'm hoping everybody's exercising caution here. When I was in Vermont a couple of years ago, I hiked a few days with a guy who, I kid you not, he had two 
glass Snapple bottles that he carried with him. And, hey, that's cool. You know, I'm, I'm to each his own. But this, this gentleman certainly marched to the beat of his own drum. But he just did not believe in filtering water. He would tell us, yeah, this is mountain water. This is the cleanest water you're going to find. We're in Vermont. And I, again, I'm not going to be that squeaky wheel. I'm not going to preach to people. Well, not on the trail, maybe on a podcast. Okay. But not on the trail. I just thought, gee, you know, what about, you know, who knows what's happening upstream? You know, there's wild animals out here. And I doubt those animals are practicing leave no trace ethics when, you know, I think you know what I mean. Um, so I just, when it comes to the, your water sources, filter it uh, and, and or treat it or do both. I've at times, I always carry with me iodine tablets. If I just do not feel comfortable with just filtering it, and it's happened a couple of times, I'll put iodine tablets in. I hike with someone who, as a routine, does both. It doesn't hurt. Okay. It's, it's just, it's an extra ounce of precaution. Okay. That extra ounce in your pack. Well, that's your extra ounce. Nothing can ruin a good trip faster than the case of a hiker trots. You really want to spend your trip running in and out of the woods because you didn't take that extra time to treat your water. Just not worth it. Take the precaution. So summing up here, stay hydrated. Start your hydration process days before or even weeks before you get out there. Start a routine at home where you're just make sure you're drinking enough water. Drink the 60. Personally, it's 64 ounces a day I try to drink. Make sure you have a water filtration system or treatment system or both. And know your body. Know how much water you need and carry a little extra. These steps, these little precautionary steps or necessary steps to keep you healthy and to keep you safe are just going to add to a more enjoyable trip. Go to our website, papabearhikes.com. Check out what's going on there. We've got some merch coming out real soon. Everybody get out there. Be safe and stay hydrated. Have some fun.
This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.